Carrie. And I'm Stephanie, and this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Hello, hello. Hey. So in honor of Halloween coming up and it being October, and this probably being our only dedicated to Halloween episode, we decided we would talk about kind of the Halloween movies we like to watch and maybe any feelings we have about the holiday what we do to decorate or celebrate if we do <laughs> if if we do because you and I both are not huge Halloween people no I just I don't care for the colors it's like this slime green purple I'm like that doesn't look good on anything and then it's like bloody fangs and oh, ghouls yeah. and I'm not about that aesthetic <laughs> I am about the candy. I am about the candy. The good candy. I had a roommate, one of my best friends, who is like huge Halloween. She would get dressed up and she had several costumes every year because she would parties. Wow, that is like dedication. I know there are people who love it and it's great. And they they go very gothic, which I do kind of enjoy a gothic look, but it's just not for me decor wise and and i think it would be cool to go to one of these like movie halloween kind of parties you know where everybody's like it's a really big party everybody's dressed up like the celebrities yeah whenever they get full-on like hair and makeup and costumes somebody did a masquerade party i would so be down for that i think masquerade parties seem so cool yeah i would do a masquerade party because that just makes me think of phantom of the opera (laughs) I thought you were going to say, there's a movie where, I think it's one of those Cinderella ones where it's like a masquerade party and she goes, and nobody knows who she is. Is it the one with Selena Gomez? Oh, a Cinderella story. Now I'm tracking. Yeah, there's like, they made a whole series of those movies. But yeah, she does go with a mask so no one can recognize her. But I, I would go further back to the Phantom of the Opera. They had better costumes. And music. I've never seen Phantom of the Opera. Oh, Carrie. I know. Les Mis and Phantom of the Opera. You're you're just not like a musical Broadway person, are you? Well, I've been to Broadway. I saw Waitress on Broadway because the musical score was written by Sarah Bareilles, who is like my favorite musical artist ever. Yeah, you love her. I really, really love her. But I, I like musicals, but I don't. We just never really did them growing up. We didn't go to plays and that sort of a thing. So I just think I missed out on that because my parents didn't really watch those kind of movies or do those kinds of things. So I didn't really, if it wasn't a Disney musical, I didn't know about it. Hmm. See, that's interesting because I wouldn't say that I grew up, we didn't go to plays or musicals. My parents didn't listen to that stuff. My first like musical, I went to Wicked and that was like three years ago. That was my first time seeing it live or anything. So I I don't know how I got into, like, Broadway musicals. But you're also very literary. Is that, does that, yeah. But what is that? People that I know that are literary also really like musicals. Maybe that's just a correlation that I have put together. Hmm. I I don't know, but that's interesting. I mean, Wicked is based off a book. I know that's not where you're going with this, but I did read the book. 
I have not read the book, but I have seen it on off Broadway, like the Broadway traveling ones. Mm-hmm. I've I saw Wicked when it came to Atlanta. It's good. It's good. And that kind of is Halloween. I mean, it's not Halloween in the musical, but she's a witch. So it's kind of Halloween. Yes, and one of them's green. So, I mean, that's the color right there. Yeah, there's, there's two witches, and she's green. So there we go. We're getting this train back on track. Yep. <laughs> Took a little detour, but no big deal. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. So I thought it would be fun if we broke up these movies into kind of category categories for like young kids to watch so basically the whole family and then kind of go from there so I don't know about you but the only one that I really could think of for like everyone babies toddlers or whatever is the great pumpkin by Charlie Brown have you seen that I have not seen that we never watched these on television if you can tell my dad was very much in control of the control But I think we can all agree that the Peanuts gang, Charlie Brown, pretty safe. Yes. And I did look it up. There is a free, I think it's on Amazon Prime, but I also Googled it and I, I found a free CBS special of it online. So if you don't have Amazon Prime, you can watch it that way with all the little kitties. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. They always show it on television every year also, if you have cable. Yeah, because I think it's like one of the only safe halloween things to show all the kids yeah well i'm sure things like sesame street and arthur and those kinds of shows probably have halloween themed shows Mm -hmm. that are safe for kids but i don't know them no i haven't watched arthur or sesame street and And now that i'm remembering i believe there's a curious george halloween one which is definitely a little kid safe and probably big person approved because Jack Johnson always does the music for those. Just watch to listen to Jack Johnson. That's what I did with my friend's kids. <laughs> I was like, I love Curious George. Let's turn him on. That is funny. See, I like some of his music. Sometimes it gets too sleepy for me. I don't know. Oh, I like sleeping. Maybe that's why I like it so much. That does not surprise me, actually. <laughs> Carrie's a napper, y'all. Every time she gets on, we talk. She's like, I got to take a nap. Got to take a nap. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. That's the only one we have for the young kids. Yep. Probably because we don't have young kids and... Probably true. We're a lot of years removed from that. Yes, we are. (laughs) So I have a couple for, like, elementary kids' age. Hotel Transylvania, I'm guessing you haven't seen. I've seen parts of it with my friend's kids, and it seemed really cute, but I have not seen it. Oh, well, there you go. They actually made three of them, but it's cute and it's funny. And I actually think adults would enjoy too. I mean, I'm 28 and I watched them whenever they came out and I was not a kid. So and I yeah. enjoyed them. Usually they make children's movies like that funny enough and have enough things in them, like puns and stuff like that, that adults mm-hmm. get that kids don't get, that they're enjoyable for adults uh, adults as well. Yeah. Agreed. And then I just watched The Addams Family. Uh, the animated version. I know there's I a live action version. But I have seen the live action one. The animated version's on Hulu. And, or no. I think it's on Hulu, but it might be, might have been on Netflix. It's on one of those streaming sites. <laughs> but it was really cute and talked about, you know, 
people can be different and we still like them. They're not scary. You know, that whole yeah. spiel. And then I also rewatched Halloween Town from Disney. I had seen that a long time ago, but I don't even remember what it was about, even though this is like a cult classic. It really is. So there's okay. So there's four Halloween Town movies, but really there's only three good ones because for whatever reason, they decided to not ask the main actress back for the fourth one. Weird. Which really makes no sense. They replaced her with Sarah Paxton. Do you do you remember her? I don't think so. She she was in Sleepover. I don't know if you ever watched that. It was a movie. She was in a lot of things. So I wonder if this was just Disney pushing her more. And they're like, we don't really care for this other girl. We're really wanting her to be this Sarah to be the next it Disney girl. And so they just replaced her. Interesting. Yeah, I think it was a bad decision, though, because I don't know who likes the fourth Halloween Town. I haven't even watched it, re- like, rewatched it yet, because I'm like, eh. So, there's that. And then I also found, this is a tangent, but a cute story. So, the girl who plays Marnie in Hall- the regular original Halloween Towns, uh, Kimberly J. Brown, I guess she is together with the guy who was in the second movie with her. I just think that's so cute. Like, they met as kids or teenagers, and they're together, like, 17 years later. Oh, yeah. That's so neat. Yeah. It's very sweet. I didn't know that. I just found that out whenever I was, like, uh, Instagram stalking her. Like, what's she doing these days? I like that because it's kind of, like, you know, shared experience that Mm -hmm. you have in common um, that, like, nobody else has. Yeah. It's just... It's funny, too, because he played kind of a villain in the movie that they were together in. But, you know, opposites attract good and evil. (laughs) Good and evil. Oh, man. like those bad boys. Oh, yeah. Speaking of bad boys, you're going to talk about Casper. (laughs) Can Casper be counted as a bad boy? I don't know. He's a ghost. He is a ghost, but he is a very sweet, kind ghost. He Oh, yeah, he's the friendly ghost. The the uncles are not so nice to him or anyone else. And, you know, it's got Christina Ricci. Ricci? Ricci? Mm -hmm. She's kind of queen of Halloween. Yeah. I mean, because she was in, she was Wednesday Addams also in the original movie. Not the television show. (laughs) Yeah. And she was, um, oh, my gosh, Lizzie Borden. Who killed her parents with an axe in that oh, in the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's very good at playing creepy yeah. people. I think it's though her really super pale skin and that dark hair. Mm. You know, I think that gives off a look. That's like the classic gothic look. Yes, yeah. Because she she almost looks like a ghost herself. Yeah, but it also has heartthrob Devon Sawa. Devon Sawa. Who, if you haven't seen it, this is not a Halloween movie. Little Giants, though, Mm. fantastic movie. You should be watching it with your kids. I quote it a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I love that movie. It's amazing. So he ends up being Casper at the end of this. I almost lost it the first time. I I think we all did. He is so cute. 
I know. Like she just see like she turns around and sees them and it's like, oh Yeah. And she's like, Oh, Casper. And he has to turn <laughs> back into a ghost. <laughs> oh, oh Casper. Talking- oh. <laughs> and nobody's talking about the fact that his ghost looks nothing like his human self at all. Well- well, how would you make a ghost look like a human? I mean, he was bald and like flat. Like you can't translate that. But in some <laughs> movies, people who are ghosts look like themselves. That's true. So, like Ghost Whisperer, she talks to a bunch of ghosts. Mm, yeah, and they these all were, look like themselves. These were like blob ghosts. They were like cartoon ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but. You should watch it. I don't know where to watch it. I should Google where it is. Because I haven't seen it pop up on Netflix or Hulu. I looked it up the other day and you, I think you had to buy it Hmm. on Prime. It might be on Freeform's 31 Days of Halloween. It is? I said it might. I don't know for sure. But it seems like a movie that Freeform would show. Yeah. It definitely does sound, seem like that. I definitely know that they show Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. Which, you know, my love for Harry Potter runs deep. <laughs> it runs deep for a lot of people. <laughs> I know. But I, I really do love it. The if, if you were ever on the fence about watching Harry Potter or reading the books, the books are amazing. So I definitely recommend the books. But I would say just do it. Things you that happen, you don't realize until the very end of the series, the impact of them. And I just love that. So I would say, though, that the first two movies are definitely like elementary school appropriate. They're very magical feeling, mm-hmm. childlike, like awe and wonder. Because he's like 11, right? He's like 11 or 12. Is he 10 or 11? Something like that when he goes off to school. But then after the second movie, they got a different director for uh, three, four, and five. Hmm. And they definitely take a darker turn. I would definitely say the the third one, maybe... Serious Black is kind of creepy in that one, though, so it could be kind of scary depending on your kid. But the fourth one, I would definitely say is a little bit older. That's when, like, the first death of someone really happens mm-hmm. that you're, like, connected to in the story. So that would be one that I would be concerned about parents watching, but, like, or parents having their kids watch, but teens could definitely handle it. And then. As they go, they get progressively darker and darker and darker. And better and better and better. (laughs) Actually, the fifth one's my favorite. It was my favorite book, but... my absolute favorite book. I guess I should have a little caveat that I never... Finished? I don't know. I never finished the seventh book. Oh, really? Really. I started it and I never finished it, which is funny because... Well, it took so long for them all to come out, but I do remember staying up like all night reading the fifth one. And then by the time I got to the seventh one, I don't know. I was just, I, I still liked Harry Potter, but I just never finished it. And then I saw the movies. I was like, well, 
So I started reading these when I lived as an adult in an apartment with this girl. And she went and saw the first movie. And she said, oh, you have to watch it. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And so then I ended up watching the book, watching the movie. And then I decided, well, I want to see how different it is from the book. So I read the book. Mm -hmm. And then I literally read the first five books in one month. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like I could not put them down because five books were out at that time. And then I read the seventh one when I was in college. And I had a paper due the next day. And I'm at the library at Georgia State University, <laughs> bawling my eyes out in a library with all these people around me because I have to finish this book. And I sat there for four hours and read like the second half of the book because I could not concentrate on my paper until I knew what happened in the book. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't start reading them until like maybe four or five of them were out. I don't know. And then I remember my sisters and I going at midnight to Walmart and getting it when, you know, it releases the uh -huh. book and then also going to the midnight showings for the later movies. I actually didn't see the first four movies in theaters. Um, I don't even know why, but I just didn't. So I think I saw three through the end in theaters. And I remember going to see the sixth one in the movie theater at the midnight showing because my friend Alex talked me into it. I hated the sixth one. What? I was so mad at the ending. I have decided that now that I've watched the sixth one again, I was so tired by 3, 3 a.m. when it was over with mm -hmm. that it was horrible for me. We've already assessed the situation. I like to sleep. Midnight showing was not the greatest decision. No, that's that's not good for you. Nope. And I just was like, it just wasn't good. And I didn't love the way that they did it. And the fifth one, what happened at the end of the fifth one, I felt like when they created it into the movie was so fantastically done. Mm -hmm. The whole end scene of them in the Ministry of Magic was amazing. I felt like. They did it so much justice to the book, and then I just felt like, I think because I stayed up until 3 o'clock, I was not impressed with the sixth one. Wow. I really liked the sixth one. I so. didn't do that anymore, though. We'll cut, we'll cut you some slack since it was like 3 in the morning. Yep. And I have since watched it again and did not, I was not as upset about it. But I think I still have lingering feelings just because that's a hard thing to get over. I'm holding on to it for whatever reason. It's it was a tough ending. We'll just we'll yeah. just uh we'll leave it at that. Hey guys, we're back again with the get to know us segment on fall things. So today, Stephanie, I want to know what is your favorite fall clothing item? Well, it is the cliche fall item which are boots oh yeah I love boots and booties and everything I don't care if they're like knee high ankle like I just love them all they're so cute and comfortable yeah and I don't I just I feel like they look good on so many people too that is true 
So just like boost your confidence for the fall. And I agree. Mine actually was going to be boots as well. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Except I have a caveat. I do like all the boots, but my favorite boots are knee-high boots. And Mm. I have loved knee-high boots since I was in high school. Uh, But I have this one pair of these Sam Edelman penny boots. Mm -hmm. And they're like this camel color. I would wear them every single day if I could. Oh my gosh. And I almost do. Like last year at work, I think starting in September, I started wearing them even though it wasn't really cold enough. Yeah, but it's September. It's okay. I said September is technically fall. We're doing this. So I put them on and I don't take them off until it becomes too hot to wear them anymore. Like I wear them every single day. It's perfect. So since we both said boots, do you have an honorary second favorite item? Is a big fluffy cardigan an honorary item? Yeah, I think that counts. I I love cardigans in general, but like cardigan that like is oversized and you can just snuggle up in. Mm -hmm. I love it, especially with dresses and knee high boots. Yes, that's the perfect fall outfit. Yes. Love it. We should we should uh, style the Hallmark movies. <laughs> we totally should. We definitely should get a, a photo of ourselves dressed yes. up for fall. We'll have to make for- Tulsi take a picture of us or something. Yes, for the future. So speaking of books being turned into movies, I also have listed for older kids, teenagers, uh, Twilight. Oh, yes. Of which none of these I have seen or read the books. Well, some people might say you're the better for it. I always <laughs> I always go back to, I read Twilight, like the first book, Twilight. Fresh, I think freshman year of high school? I don't even know. And I distinctly remember I loved it. And then I was in gym and I was talking with a friend. And I was like, oh my gosh, you have to read this book, Twilight. It was so good. And just trying to get her to read this. And this was before the Twilight craze. So then my next year, because it didn't really pick up until later, like way after I first read it, the next year, and everybody's like, oh my gosh, Twilight. I love Twilight. I'm like, dude, whoa. You're so last year. Yeah, I've been here. Where have you been? (laughs) So I loved, I loved Twilight and I was so excited when they decided to make a movie Uh until I saw Kristen Stewart (laughs) and Robert Pattinson. Yeah. She was, she's terrible. She's terrible. Basically in everything she's in. And people think that she's amazing. And I've been stuck. This is like a more recent movie, but when she played Snow White and the mirror's like, who's the fairest of them all? And she's there, the mirror is going to pick Kristen Stewart over Charlize Theron. Yes, I was like, "Oh my gosh, you're the stupidest mirror there ever was." In what world? I know. I was like, "This does not happen in real life." No, no. It was either. It was. I mean, honestly, most Snow Whites. I think Charlize Theron is so pretty. You mm-hmm. know that. It would be hard to find somebody that you're going to put up a, to her and be like, oh, yep, but she's the fairest one of them all. Yeah, but 
definitely there's definitely contenders ahead yes. of Kristen Stewart. For she sure. just she has no expression and it's really annoying. And so basically she ruined Twilight for me. Um and I'm sure for a lot of people. It did get better when they got to the last book, but oh, that's another thing. I never finished the last book. <laughs> so how do you know it got better? Well, the movies got better, oh, okay, I guess I should okay. say. The movies got better. Not that I liked her anymore, but they were better quality and whatever. So, yeah. I mean, Twilight's not really a Halloween movie, but it has vampires and werewolves. So, that's an honorary mention. Agreed. What age group is that appropriate for? Uh, like teenagers. Okay. Because there's really nothing. Well, until you get to the last book and then they're like married. Spoiler alert. I guess I should say that before. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get into some things where it's like, um, like an 11-year-old maybe doesn't need to watch this. I don't know. I guess it just depends on what you want your kids to watch and what you tell them. You yeah, know? that's true. Everybody, teach their own. Yeah, other than that, it's not really – I wouldn't say it's scary. I mean, I did – actually, I did cover my eyes a lot of the last one because I don't like violence of any kind. So, I guess if I can't watch it, your kid can't watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I know I'm pretty sensitive to this stuff. I don't know why. Even your fave movie, Hocus Pocus, that sometimes scares me. I love Hocus Pocus. I think this is the, the quintessential Halloween movie. And mm-hmm. it is definitely a cult classic. It is kind of creepy in some place areas, but Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and I cannot think of the lady who was that poor lady. She is in so many things. She's in Sister Act, also. She's always a side character. But sh- they, the three of them, were absolutely fantastic as the witches in this. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's. I can't give it a, it gets, it gets five pumpkins from me. Five pumpkins for fall <laughs> Halloween vibes. Five jack-o'-lanterns, in fact. Five jack-o'-lanterns. <laughs> Are you going to carve a jack-o'-lantern this season, Carrie? No, I'm not. What's wrong with you? I quit carving them because they, like, start to fall apart, and I don't like the way that they look, so I paint them instead, but I'm not even doing that. Oh, wow. You have no spirit. I know. I'm waiting for Christmas. And then all your spirit will come out. But I don't know. I don't mind when the pumpkins start falling or whatever. Then you can, like, kick them. Are you carving a pumpkin? I don't know. I need to get a pumpkin first. Well, now you have to because you called me out on it. That's true. (laughs) I guess I need to go get a pumpkin. Yeah, you do. And And then we can post it on Instagram. That's true, yeah. And then get, you know, I feel like I buy the carving kit because it's always the same carving kit that they sell. I'm pretty sure I've bought like five of those. But maybe I won't get one this year. I'll freehand it with a knife. Hopefully I don't cut my oh, finger off. Be careful. That'll be the next post. <laughs> Stephanie, <laughs> Stephanie can't make the podcast. She cut her finger off. Luckily, you won't have to be videotaped. Are you saying I should still record even if I'm in pain and I'm missing a limb? I mean, maybe not if you're missing a limb. 
Although, if it's a clean cut, they'll probably put it back on. Freaking Frankenstein's monster over here. <laughs> oh, this is amazing. Oh, no. Okay. No, you know who I'll be? I'll be the guy from Hocus Pocus whose mouth's shown shut and his like body parts are all falling off or whatever. Well, if your mouth is sewn shut, you'll hard- have a hard time doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's me bowing out. Peace, Carrie. I'll be here by myself talking about Christmas movies. Yeah, love and nonsense with Carrie. Oh my goodness. <laughs> They're going to be like, we quit. We quit. Oh, wow. Anyway. I am done with Hocus Pocus. It's a great movie. It is a little bit scary. So maybe for older kids. Um, like outside of elementary school, although I guess some people might consider it okay. You should watch it first, make your own opinion, and then determine whether your kids can watch it or not. Yeah, because it still sometimes creeps me out, and I've seen it multiple times. <laughs> okay, so our last category, quote unquote, it's for the adults only. Although, again, watch what you want with who you want. And the only adult one I could think of was Practical Magic with Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman. I think it's really cute. And I just like the story. I like the love story in it, even though I know that's kind of not the main thing. Stephanie can find the love story in anything. I love the romance. That's what I watch like most things for. I need that to... I mean, I guess I watch the Avengers and Marvel and stuff, and they don't have any of that. I'm still interested. That's not true. Spider-Man totally loves MJ. Um, that That's not compelling enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> so to bring this back, Practical Magic, I liked it. it. I think it would be an enjoyable thing for adults. It is not just focused on a romantic relationship. But it has that, if you're interested, and if you're watching, listening to this, you probably are interested. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we should probably gear this to our listeners. <laughs> Way to go, Stephanie. Way to go. Okay, well. I had down one that is, like, rated R, but it follows high schoolers. So some high schoolers are, what is the age, 17 and older? Yeah. But really adult, young adult actual adult not like young adult right yeah young adult is like teen but older teen adult is like yeah adult (laughs) so the craft which is this group of girls find out that they have powers and they come from bad backgrounds and they start using their magic and it causes problems it is scary i will say it's it's not like it's not Casper. <laughs> it ain't Casper, folks. <laughs> so I would say that one is an option if you're interested. I also with my one of my friends growing up, Athena, 
She lived next door. On Friday the 13th, we would watch horror movies, quote unquote, because I don't think that they're horror movies in comparison to what's out now. Uh, we'd watch like Scream, which is almost like a joke horror movie, but we'd watch those or Night- Nightmare Before Christmas. Well, that, so, that is a, that is a movie. That's a good Halloween and Christmas movie. This is true, but that's not the words I meant to come out of my mouth. No, you meant Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street, and it just came out wrong. But um, especially the fifth one was so creepy. But I like Freddy Krueger because it's like obvious that this is not going to happen. Freddy Krueger isn't real. So those are the kinds of horror movies that I like. I also watched... I know what you did last summer. Mm. Not the best horror movie, but kind of like, kind of like Scream, where they were in this phase of like almost joking at horror movies and making these horror movies or the Halloween movies we would watch as well. And I one time let an ex-boyfriend talk me into going to see House of a Thousand Corpses in the movie Mm. theater it was the last movie that he was allowed to pick. Because <laughs> um, those people are crazy in that movie. I do not recommend. I would not go see anything. I don't care. Well, my friends, boyfriend, whoever. I'm not going to see anything like that. No. Well, I think I didn't realize what it was because I had not... It's not my type of movie, so I kind of, like, zone out on the things that don't interest me. So I wouldn't even catch what it was, and he mentioned it, and I was like, I don't think I want to see that. And he's like, oh, it won't be that bad. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Well, that's our Halloween episode. Hopefully, there's some helpful suggestions. Yeah, and you guys will have to leave messages on our Instagram post, if there are some that we have not mentioned that you think would be good mentions. Honorable mentions. Yeah, like ones that we missed out on, or maybe we haven't seen them, or maybe we should see them. Like, I think a lot of people would add Nightmare Before Christmas. I Yeah. In there. I thought about adding it, and I was like, this list is getting long. Because I did have Coraline written down, too. I just didn't get into it. Yeah. I haven't seen either one of those. Man, so you haven't seen yes. The Nightmare Before Christmas? No, I've seen parts of it, but, like, I don't know. I just was never – the Tim Burton ones, like, aesthetically, I know a lot of people love them. I don't find them, like, aesthetically pleasing. Mm. So it's like, I'm just not really interested in them. I guess that's fair. And it's it's a musical, which we know Carrie. She's not up on. This is true. This is true. Okay. On our next episode, we are going to be reviewing Sweet Autumn, which is the movie, the last fall harvest movie with Andrew Walker and Nikki Deloche. And then we are just going to give a review, an overall review of how we felt fall harvest was as a whole as well. Mm -hmm. And then we may also touch on hey, don't forget these movies are coming up in the next week. Yeah, these Christmas movies. Because there will be a couple of things, I think, coming out after that podcast. Yep, and we will be ready to watch. 
So subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when we have new episodes released. And if you're on Apple Podcast, we'd love it if you leave us a review. Apparently those are really super helpful in getting your podcast seen and our social media. Yes. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Love and Nonsense Podcast. Talk to you later. Bye. I was watching Commando at five, but I've never seen <laughs> Commando. What is Commando? I don't know if I should I'm ask. movie where his daughter gets taken. <laughs> Alyssa Milano's in it. Oh, the original Taken. Yeah, and it is like my dad would have us cover our eyes during the bad parts because he had seen it so many times. <laughs> but I definitely watched that when I was five. Oh, my goodness. You I know don't. what? Two kinds of people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then there are these creepy people. This guy's car breaks I don't think I want to hear this. Of nowhere. I don't think I want to hear this. <laughs> and there are creepy people who... Don't do nice things to them. So, don't watch it. Unless you want to be creeped out. Unless you want to be incredibly creeped out. Ugh. Ugh. I'm going to have nightmares now. <laughs> From, like, nothing, but just imagining. <laughs> from, from me saying nothing. <laughs> I'm just imagining these scary movies, and it, it, it creeps me out. I can work myself up. I'm like, ugh, imagining all sorts of things. Yeah, it's it. I didn't appreciate it one bit. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, ex boyfriend. Who must not be named <laughs> Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot. Sorry, I just got distracted because I got another text message about voting, early voting. I'm sick of them, but I had had four tonight. What? I've had four of them oh tonight. Gosh. This afternoon, you know. This is getting out of hand. But for the record, everyone vote. Everyone vote. This is our political message. <laughs> but I really do hate getting these. Check out the candidates. Pick who you want to vote for. Yeah. Vote. She even wants to know what day I'm planning on voting. That is a personal decision that she doesn't need to know, Gisela. Yeesh. <laughs> anyway. So... Next week, Carrie, why don't you share what we're going to be talking about? Yeah, so next week we are going to be reviewing this week. Next week, it's this week. Oh, whoops. Blah, 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 blah. Let me start over.